because I thought I might have pink eye, which apparently I do, but it's viral, so there's nothing they can do about it. Oh, that's nice. Now I have this great uh, sore throat, too. And apparently, that's what my co-teacher has. So, there you have it. Hey, Trisha. Hi, how are you? Sick. Dying. I, 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 I hear that. That sounds good. That's right. You're not allowed to die. That's what Scott just told me. Yeah. <laughs> apparently, Kelly's sick. I got... I said, are you here? I am, but I'm in bed. Lily just got me up to go out. She must have heard the computer. You're not online. I'm going back to bed. Computer is on. I am not. So, <laughs> apparently, Kelly will not be joining us. I see. <coughs> so, I need thick. Well, Trisha and I will just have to do the talking, I guess. There you go. It's That's a, fine. I'll channel my inner Ryan. Oh, I can't wait. I don't know if we want inner Ryan in ya. I don't know. Yeah. Maybe not. Oh, it could be fun. Come on. <laughs> well, hang on before we start. Dang it, where did they go? I have a pocket full of cough drops. Not that they're doing any uh-huh. good, but there you go. Oh, didn't Sorry, yeah. So I this, hit bottom. Wait a minute. <laughs> this is really short, or I'd cancel, but I think we can get through this pretty quick, and then mm-hmm. I can go to bed. Okay. Hey, Electricia, it's not you that wants to go to bed. It's me. Something's oh, wrong. No. Huh? Yeah, really. Yeah, I got my parents here too. Yeah. Okay. Your parents are there? Yeah. <laughs> oh, Did you send them to bed already? I, I, I'm trying to set that. Uh, Mom is. Dad's not. He's watching. He's watching the baseball uh, game. So I told him he has to keep it down. <sighs> oh, I suppose that's a lot. Yeah. All right. Well, let's just start this thing. Unless something exciting has happened to somebody. Trisha ran in the cold. Your lips were almost cold. Yeah. Oh, I was traumatized there. You look traumatized. Yeah, because I ran around the lake, and the lake was picking up the wind. It was so damn cold. I'm like, I was pretty warm for the first four miles, and then the last mile, I was just like, I need to do two more, but oh, hell no, my car's right here. I don't, I'm not going anywhere. Yeah. It's really warm here, but that's the problem, because I was going to take part of this day since we have the day off. Um, apparently it's family day. I never didn't know that existed as a staff, but it does now. Um, yeah. Um, I was going to go shop and buy stuff, stock up on cereal and milk eggs and things, but, um, I made it oh, down my driveway. What was that? You're going to buy headphones. <laughs> I don't know if co-op has good headphones. Okay. I'm sure if I took a different bus, I could go somewhere where there's headphones, but I don't know which one to take. Makes sense. I was going to go stock up on my groceries anyway, but I got down my driveway fairly well. There's some empty patches and such. And I thought, oh, it's melted off stuff. It's almost dry in this spot. That'll be great. I can head off to the bus stop. Then I got to the street itself, and it is a solid mass of ice and impossible to walk on. So I sort of walked out onto the street and continued all the way across to the person's driveway on the other side, <laughs> and then made my way most of the way back through my driveway and fell over and managed to get up on the snowbank and uh, walk the rest of the way back to the house and decided I'm not going anywhere today. <laughs> Smart. <laughs> so, yeah. I thought about taking my scooter, but then it's um, it's covered over with a barbecue cover and things, and that is iced into the ground. Uh, right. So I can't actually uncover it. <laughs> and I'm not sure so, that the scooter would be safe on ice anyhow. 
Yeah. It's not bad, actually. As long as it's a firm surface, it travels a lot better on ice than it does on um, snow, on like slush. So well, I've used it a few times yeah, when it was slush. starting to freeze and such at the beginning, but no. What about yeah, slush? Slush seems like it will... Um, slush seems like it, it grabs your tires and it moves you around more. Sometimes it seems a little bit crazy. Yeah. If it's got something to run on, the scooter does quite well, but if there's anything deep like mud or slush or whatever, it just falls down and doesn't go. So. Okay. Well, I'm glad you got back safe. Yeah. And apparently I you had something to eat. I the rest of the way if necessary. I didn't go that far. But, so. mm. but yes, and um, there were still a few things left. I got some stew beef out and made a odd approximation of stew in my electric frying pan. Nice. Uh, more of a soup, really, and the meat was kind of tough, but not bad. And, um, yeah. I realized at 5 o'clock that I hadn't eaten such breakfast, to which my mother said, oh, you really are sick. So I had a banana, and then she went out and found me some tomato soup. So I had about a cup of tomato soup and a banana for dinner, and, and uh, I'll have a few uh, cough drops that should round me out. But I haven't been I did that. Yeah. yeah. I did that today, and I didn't have any lunch as such, but that's because I had breakfast at 10.30 or 11 or something like that. We ate fairly late because we had lacus, and it took some oh, okay. time to cook them. But usually yeah, I, I eaten before, you know, two-ish. Mm-hmm. All right. You both have great feedback going on. Scott, oh, yours is, is uh, fairly steady, going between like one and two bars. <laughs> Trisha's is like underwater sounds. It's really fun. <laughs> underwater sounds? Yeah, it's like, it's like bubbles or, or listening to a fish tank. Yeah. Before it was Darth Vader. Yeah, now no. I'm bubbles. It sounds, you know what it sounds like? It sounds like an underwater scuba diver breathing uh, out of a scuba tank. Uh-huh. Like that? Yeah, and then when you make that sound, it echoes it. It's your computer. Because I go, don't yeah. do that. I think you just had good timing the first time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, well. Yeah. Will do. All right. Previously on Potterfic Weekly. Where would you like to start, Sue? <laughs> well, we'd like to start at the beginning. That would be awesome! My resolutions for this Potterfic Weekly season is not to snort. Welcome to Potterfic Whatever. Oh, Scott. Did we, did we lose Scott? Yep. Okay, what did I miss? <laughs> Am I surrounded by Hufflepuffs? You yes, are. you are. Yes, you are. Apparently, I'm Jen, and I don't know my outfit. No, she's the poster child for our podcast. <laughs> Shit. I snort. I think I need more meds. My meds have kicked in, I can tell. Sure. <laughs> I think that's two. That could possibly be three. Moving right along. I felt like a rock star. Just really big knickers. Pants are your underpants, not oh. trousers. Waterpick Weekly, defining strange terms for your edification. <laughs> but I was planning on getting grammar to take time soon. Really, honestly. <laughs> Saxon Snorkax, two of my favorite subjects. I love Snape. You are quite possibly clinically insane. In the nicest sense of the word, of course. 
We'll always laugh before the end. I don't think we please where the story never ends. Welcome to Aquatic Weekly, everyone. I'm Scott. <laughs> I'm Sue. I'm Chesha. And as you can probably hear, Sue is feeling kind of sick today, so we're going to try and not make her talk too much. But feel hey. free to jump in with points whenever you have any, Sue. <laughs> I will try. Yeah, I'm just going to say, Sue, what is this with you and, and um, sickly sweet sticks for me lately? I don't know. I... I don't even remember where I found this, but it was there, and it was in my list of stuff, so I threw it in there. We needed something, and it's it's actually by an author we've done a couple of times. I didn't realize that yeah. either, because the name was a little bit different. Yeah, it's by um, Red Siota, or Siota, however you pronounce that. Um, uh-huh. It's a slightly different on Live Journal, because I guess for Fic Journal is Red Siota's Lair, or something mm-hmm. like that. Yeah, and that's what messed me up, the mm-hmm. layer. And it is called Eleven Slightly Irreverent Ron and Hermione Wedding Moments. This is not a part of the last one. Thank you, God. <laughs> I was trying. You, you didn't succeed as well as the uh, last one. This one I can this one I tolerated. I didn't need I didn't need the in, insulin shot as much. Well that's good. Hey, it had Charlie in a towel. I mean, that's it what that was the deeming quality of this whole entire <laughs> you don't like the fluffy things? No, it gives her sugar shock. Yeah, oh, well, no, there's some, there's some fluff I like, but this this one's not that bad. It's not as bad as the other one. <laughs> mm-hmm. I wish and you could hear this, this Because it's very fun. We'll have to flip it out of the podcast feed and send it to you. Mm-hmm. You can hear it sounds too, so. Yeah, I can hear the one from your end. I can't hear whatever mine is doing, but... Um, I just hear, like, yeah. a little static, but I can't tell okay. who it's yeah. from, if it's from Sue or from you. It's from Scott. Yeah, it probably is. I mean, it's just, like, a little static. It's just an ongoing, it's not bad. No, it'll come out really easy. We'll just... I think kind of very... <laughs> we'll just tell everybody Trish is underwater, it'll be fine. Okay. <laughs> I, I'm going to call you Mr. Poe for today. Thank you. So we have we have number one attention to detail, and I mm-hmm. love this. It's I didn't actually count these. Does anybody know if they're if they're drabbles? There are actually eleven. Yes. No. Oh, are they? I drabbles? don't know. Yeah, I don't. I'm not sure. I can um, check that. They're not bad. They're like little snippets. Little snippets. Mm-hmm. I, I love. And they sort of they go in chronological order, almost getting closer and closer to the wedding. But they skip little. You just get to see these little scenes. Right. And Harry's paying, watching them as they're discussing the the wedding plans, and he's expecting a fight. And instead, they're Fred and George. They're finishing each other's sentences. They have exactly the same ideas. Yeah. Well, love. We've grown. Yeah. I'm just, uh, yeah. We don't have There's to fight. Kind of... We don't have to have the fighting foreplay. We can just be together. <laughs> it looks like they aren't exactly drabbles. This one is um, 200 in some words, okay. but uh, they're little short bits anyway. Mm-hmm. Just a little, little scene. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, like, the first one is, like, how they're getting along. All Everything's going hunky-dory in the preparation. And they're, like you said, finish each other's sentences. It's 
It's almost—it's not too gross. I mean, she could have gone full out disgusting on me. Thank God she didn't. She stopped. She stopped right at a good point. Okay. Mm-hmm. And the closest bit they got to uh, disagreeing over wedding plans is when Ron suggested Fred and George should both be bridesmaids and they could be bookends. Uh, but uh, she knew he was joking about that. <laughs> they make very pretty bridesmaids, even if they think they'd be ugly. Yeah. Mm. I'm sure well. Fred and George could pull it off, but uh, I don't know. They're probably better as grooms. Probably. And also, uh, Hermione does get to win a few times more than Ron does, because whenever they're starting to have a disagreement about something, uh, he just sort of looks at her and says, come here, you, and uh, they don't think about things for a while. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And usually it means she won. So. (laughs) And then we have traditions. Yeah. This This is is where they do find themselves disagreeing on something because Hermione is going a bit nuts. But, you know, that happens. I find this funny because I see this as a role reversal where Hermione is the man and Ron is the woman. It's usually the woman's like, yeah, sure, you can't see me before the wedding and stuff like that. And, and she wants to see him and all this other stuff. I don't understand. It's bad omen. Please, Ron, Ron, please. I'm like, oh, my God, she... He's the man, and, I mean, she's the man, and he's the woman. Yeah. Yes, he, he wants to hold this tradition of them not seeing each other before the wedding, and he's even set up separate little cabins so she can have a cabin with her parents, and then he can be at the borough with his family. And um, and she thinks it's a silly superstition and just wants to see him, and uh, he won't let her. And I guess this one, number two and number three, are both about the same thing. Yeah, and I, it, it's kind of cute. The thing is, one thing is cute is that Ron already had her parents set up to come already. I yes. thought that was kind of nice. And he finally suggests this idea to her, and she says, oh, well, maybe that would work, and calls them up, and he's like, well, uh, I'm not sure if what you think of this idea. I know it's short notice that you would be coming, and they're like, what do you mean? Ron's had this set up for a month already. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Dang him, he got the last word in. Mm-hmm. And not by talking. Mm-hmm. He's figured out how to work around her sometimes. <laughs> that she has. But in number three, communication skills, she's still determined that this is just weird and doesn't want to go along with it. She says, you're being ridiculous. Just let me see you for a second. I have to see your face. And he's spell-locked the door. He's researched and advanced locking charm so she can't get in. <laughs> she knows uh, otherwise she couldn't control herself. And she is just on the point of blasting the door into pieces to get in when Charlie in a towel comes in and uh, intervenes. Yeah. Oh, no, Harry comes, well, Harry comes in first. And join, um, and Harry, you could just see, you could just feel Harry things like, do I have to convince between the two of you? I really don't want to convince between the two of you. Yeah. <laughs> He's just like, well, Harry's, oh, Harry's in the room with Ron, so they're mm-hmm. sort of talking through the door at each other, and he says, uh, Ron's has his hands over his ears now, so he can't hear you um, begging him to let him in, let her in. And um, can you just see so Ron? She, Ron's going la 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 with his hands over his ears. I love it. Again, again, it just this made me laugh because I'm like, can you just see Ron doing this and not Hermione? I don't know why. I just cut the whole entire time. Yeah, it's for Hermione would do something. Yeah, 
And then to really to diffuse the situation before she blocks up and then here here comes Charlie in a towel. Yeah. And I yes. love I love the wording. Charlie almost slid out of the bathroom, clutching tightly to a towel around his waist, a puddle of water quickly forming at his feet as he stepped into the corridor. Jimmy's apparently looking been you. looking for her for hours. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> you wouldn't think she would have that much trouble finding her. The burrow isn't that big, but I guess not. I have to look for big hair. Well, I think that or maybe she's just been waiting for a for... walk. Oh yeah. Yeah, she went for a walk. Yeah, oh right, she says she I went for a get, walk. Yeah, and she tries to get Charlie on her side, which is kind of funny. Uh-huh. And Charlie, being the older brother, especially older brothers of the twin, especially of the twin, he knows how to manipulate things, and he took them all right out of her hand. Mm-hmm. Then he tries to put, then he tries, and then he puts her in perspective because he'll see him for the rest of your life. Traditions are not to be meddled with. I think that kind of just puts her in perspective. Well, and then yeah. Jenny yeah. comes. We never quite find out why Hermione is quite so frantic about this because she's, she really feels like she needs to see Ron right now. Mm-hmm. Charlie says, Calm down, you'll, you'll see him for the next however many years. <laughs> and just basically tomorrow anyway, so it doesn't matter. And, and he escorts her over to Ginny's room. <laughs> yeah. I found your struck cat! <laughs> and I like yeah. what he says to her. He points at Ron's room and says, These quarters are reserved for the groom going berserk. This room, he points to Ginny's room, is reserved for well-behaved, bright, sensible, and lovely brides-to-be. Uh-huh. So that kind of put her on her place. Mm-hmm. And I love Ginny going, Where the, I mean, where have you been? Ginny, Charlie, yeah. wave up the rock on the floor. Mom will throw a fit. She needs a little stress. Yeah. Well, Hermione's been missing for two hours. I can see that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, number four, we get to see what Bill's been doing. Uh, we still start from Hermione's perspective. She's sort of calming herself down a little bit, um, but not very successfully. And she notices that Fred and George are in the backyard looking suspiciously innocent. Mm, that's <laughs> never a good sign. Mm-hmm. And she's having to wait for Fleur to get there before she can get dressed, because Fleur said, don't even think of starting without me. Mm-hmm. And uh, the door sort of... fashionably late. Yeah. yeah. The door opens a little bit and Bill's there to check up on her, see if everything's fine, and he's just holding a bucket. That's that's my trick, Tricia. What, holding the bucket? No, coughing. Oh, that was my dad. Really? Oh, wow. All right. So, yeah, Bill is, he's wearing, I love this, pearl gray dress robes, and he's Got this bucket in his hand. She's like, oh, no, is Ron okay? <laughs> Don't worry, he's not sick yet. <laughs> we'll take care of him. And then, by the time we get to number five, white and red, Fleur has arrived mm-hmm. and brought with her the proper honeymoon undergarments. She doesn't approve of this these English dull off-the-rack things. So... Uh, <laughs> Yeah, so she's yeah, brought French right. lace, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And one complicated bustier. <laughs> and she brought white and red. And, I, you know, all I could think of was red underneath a white gown. Hmm, that's probably not very good, but 
wizarding robes and dresses are probably a little thicker. But I suppose well, I mean, they yeah. always be hid by magic. Yeah, well, traditionally, I mean, you, when you wear something like that, you can wear black underneath your wedding dress and you can't see it because it, it's it's so lined and so typically it's so well made you can't. Yeah. Okay. Molly thinks it's trashy. Oh, yeah. And I love Hermione. She's like, well, I'm already the Scarlet Woman. I guess I should wear Scarlet. <laughs> I always thought Which, it was Ginny. Says, good girl. Um, well, Ron's the one who always said this, because mm-hmm. um, I think he said it maybe once in the book. So he said it like six well, times. Oh, no, she was the, 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 well, Skeeter did it during the oh, yeah. well, fourth that's year. True. That's true. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it came up there as well. I like what Molly says, I, this whole line for Molly. Good Merlin, Fleur. Red? Isn't that a bit trashy for a wedding, dear? Molly sounded like she'd been given too much information. <laughs> and Jimmy just sort of herds all the others out of the, the, the mothers out of the room. Mm-hmm. We'll take care of it. Just let the bridesmaids help the blushing bride. You know. Yeah. Yeah, so she got... She besides red, Fleur giggled as she dropped the white the white wine on Ginny's bed. Good girl, I'll drop those trousers. <laughs> Strip. Yeah. That's good in an intro. Yeah. There you go. Never know. So number now six is called time. Yeah. And then just finished Hermione's hair, which is actually doing quite well, staying up in all its curls and things. Mm-hmm. Fleur's a little surprised. Yeah. And the mothers are back, and they're all getting teary-eyed. Of course they are. Mm-hmm. And then... And, she's still, and then the thing is, I mean, she's still thinking, why couldn't I be wrong before the wedding? Oh my gosh, This is when I'm, when they go, just do with it. You're this much, you only have a minute. You're mm-hmm. going to see him, see him. <sighs> Yeah, you're going to get him, get to see him any minute now. Mm-hmm. So, and then... And, you know, both the mothers are sniffling, and, of course, Fleur is sniffling, and Ginny's grinning, and then all of a sudden, Ginny starts sniffling. Yeah. So, <laughs> uh, everybody gets a little teary. Easy. Mm-hmm. I love this next And number one. seven is called Friendship. Hold on, hold on. Oh, this is cute. <laughs> this is when you know when you have a friend. Yes. I said, it's the thing is, wait, Ginny, I think the garter felt trapped. Because it's a little tight. Yeah, she can't adjust it herself, but she can't really bend over at all. <laughs> so, yeah. and, and poor Jenny had to get take off her shoes, get underneath the dress, and, and put everything back together again. Well, and I love it. I was so waiting for one of the boys to show up. Could you just yeah. imagine if one of the twins caught them like this? Oh, man, would they be <laughs> taking out the Mickey. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There would be a bat and buggy hex curse going on there. Yeah, and it would Jimmy probably says, hey, been okay. We're bringing your friendship to another level. <laughs> on your wedding day. Ooh. Yeah. Oh, uh, well. Number eight is the actual walk down the aisle of the wedding, and it is called Perfect. Because it was. Of course it is. Marriage. Marriage is what brings us together today. Marriage, that blessed arrangement, that dream within a dream. And then she goes on to list all the little bits that weren't exactly perfect about it, but it was perfect anyway. Yeah, she t- stumbles down while she's walking because she's hurrying. 
And uh, he whispers to her how beautiful she is and how much he's missed her. And when do I get to kiss you again? And she's like, he was so right about this superstition. He had just been so right. Yeah. <laughs> Their minister says her name three different ways throughout the course of the ceremony. Mm, it reminds Ron, me of Ryan's right Danielle. Yes. When they uh, gave her the awards and said her name different each time they gave her an award. It totally made me think of that. <laughs> yeah. And when they have the bit where he asks if anyone objects to the union, Harry pipes up and says we wouldn't dare. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, and then he almost drops Ron's wand in the wedding band. So, uh-oh. But it so, it was perfect. He would have, I bet you every, um, with an army, army show, was like, oh, she's gonna break it up. Pumpkin. They, they, they got a little, they got a little hopeful. Yeah, just a little. Mm-hmm. Given that the pick is called Ron and Hermione's wedding moments, I think probably not today. <laughs> yeah, it, it was, it was a little bit of hopefulness, that's all it was. Mm-hmm. Nothing else. Mm-hmm. Apparently the celebrant is an old-fashioned type. He's uh, rather wishing they would kiss with a bit more restraint when he lets them kiss. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> I can just see him, too. They're in this full-on snog. Mm-hmm. Although, as lightheaded as she is from her her uh, corset, she could be really lightheaded after this full-on snog. It's a wonder she stayed on her feet. Yeah, yeah. really. Oh, my wrong putting her uh, uh, and then we have number nine. Remember, her dance with Harry. Yeah, that's a good one. He tells her he, she looks pretty and how happy she looks. Mm-hmm. He did. It's, and it's she just, can tell what he's really moment. thinking in, the, in between the lines. Mm-hmm. I kind of like that. It has this long descriptive thing about what Harry said. And then in brackets, it has the three words they actually said. Because <laughs> <laughs> that's Harry. He also tells her about the hours before the wedding from Ron's side, so she gets to laugh about that. Yeah. I'm sure he was pacing up and down and all a flutter, too. Mm-hmm. And when she says, it's one of the most wonderful days of my life, he says, it's one of mine, too. Because mm-hmm. it's his two best friends. Mm-hmm. And it ends off with, the, in the middle of the dance floor, the bride hugged fiercely the best man, and the groom didn't mind at all. No. He's that's got that's no that's He used to do Molly, Molly dancing. Aw, Molly wobbles <laughs> when I say it. <laughs> and he's proud. And he's proud of himself. I love it. Because he's raised his son well enough that he knows what's best for him. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I mean, yeah, if I ever had that said to me, I'd have my head off. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And now, just a one was it? It was one of the I, I think it was Kez's baby, the baby tail one. Oh uh, yeah. 
where everybody and their brother shows up into the ministry and, and to interview Harry because they've just come back from their honeymoon and, and, uh, George is in there going, so how many times did you do it? Huh? And Harry's like, that's none of your business. He's like, oh, come on. I know you did it a lot. How many times did you do it? And Ron comes in and he goes, are you teasing him about calling her his wife again? And Harry's just like, oh, that's what they're talking about. And it's totally the same, same thing. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, he says, I will undress my wife now if my wife wants me to. I like the clarifier on the end of that. If you want, I won't do it if you don't want me to. But please, please <laughs> want me to. <laughs> doing that only calling them my wife. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, and I love that he thinks she looks just perfect. And he hasn't undressed mm-hmm. her yet. So just wait until he finds out what's underneath those clothes. Because he already thinks she's perfect. Yeah. And he fiddles with the button and then gives a little gasp when it opens and then she turns around. Mm-hmm. <laughs> What I love what he says. Red. Oh, bloody hell. My wife is a naughty, naughty girl. <laughs> I like the good. She has to have for a box of those crazy chocolates she enjoys. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I love things. Well, first she whispers, surprise. Mm-hmm. Well, Trisha did say that. It was just a sweet little thing I found. And, it, it know, every it once in a while I have to top. try to poison you, Trisha. It just you know, know. makes me happy. You just want to hear me go puke. This one didn't poison me as bad. Maybe I'm growing. That's it. Maybe I'm growing. I'm, uh-huh. I'm rubbing off on you. And you. You're trying to make me that hopeless romantic? Uh, No, that would never happen. <laughs> Nothing. Nothing at all, Trisha. Just make it sure. You know, I, I I don't want to have to have you go uh puke all the time. <laughs> I see you as a romantic when you put your mind to it. When I want it. Mm-hmm. It doesn't happen all that often to me as most people know. I'm sorry. You're the Tiger Bomb girl. The romance just falls right off when you think about it that way. <laughs> I had someone ask me about that, too, the other day. Did they listen to the podcast? No, they didn't. That was the funniest thing. They weren't listening to the podcast when they asked me about it. I mean, it was just within the last, like, couple um, couple weeks, too. Uh-huh. I think somebody's listening to the podcast and not letting you know. That's what I think. Oh, oh God, I'm so in trouble. I uh, had uh, somebody tell me the other day that I gotta get back on your podcast list. I haven't listened to it for a while. And I'm like, you listen to our podcast? And she's like, oh, yeah, I love it. You're so funny. And I'm like, I don't want to know that you're listening to the podcast. No, no, no. Wait a minute. Separation of church and state. I'm not supposed to know this. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, there's there's times I'm like I'm like I know people don't listen, but I don't realize it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the thing is, just us talking, and then I'm like, this is going on. Oh, people are listening. No. Mm-hmm. Oh dear. We try and edit. Like, oh, God. No. Oh no, it's more like oh my God, they probably think I'm an idiot. <laughs> nah. 
We love you. So, I don't know. I thought it was cute. I liked, I liked the format of this, I think, more than anything. And just kind mm-hmm. of the whole, you know, just the little snippets. Of course, I uh-huh. listened to this on my text reader. So, Harry, his mouth slightly agape. I, uh, <laughs> your text reader knows Greek. Yes, yes. It, it reads Interesting. to me very nicely. <laughs> So, uh, uh, it was just a nice little little one shot that, like I said, it was on my list of things, so it got shuffled in there. Oh, I, I enjoyed it. it. Yeah. Oh, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it too. Like I said, it wasn't it wasn't as bad as the other one that was just sitting sweet that I thought I was going to have it. I thought it was going to die, but it come on, you know, mm-hmm. so. Yeah. Yeah. We don't want that. There were nice little moments. I kind of thought it was neat that they, um, for most of them, at least sort of the last half anyway, they switched the characters up every time. Mm-hmm. So it was Hermione with someone else. Right. So. Uh-huh. Yeah. So you got to see a little bit of everybody. It wasn't just <laughs> Hermione and Ron, which I think was uh-huh. what, why it was too sicky sweet for on the last one that we did. Oh, yeah. Sure. It was all pretty much Hermione, Hermione's point of view. Right. And this one, there was a lot more interaction. So, mm-hmm. someone fell down? I don't know. For some reason, my spoon fell off the desk. I don't know why. I don't think I did anything to make it do that, but there you go. Did you have an earthquake? <laughs> I don't think so. So far as I can tell, but, uh, yeah. Well, it was done with you, so it decided to leave. Apparently. Okay. I just had it precariously balanced, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> well, I must be feeling better, because now I'm hungry. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're doing a meeting for long. Yeah. yeah. I was just thinking I should go my popcorn. <laughs> Yay! I was listening to something recently, and your mom brought in popcorn, and we were giving you a bad time, and, and you uh, chomped a piece of popcorn in a very opportune moment. It was perfect. Well done. <laughs> yeah. I'll have to listen to some of the ones we did. I have to go back and do that sometime. I haven't been keeping up with them very well. Well, Mooney's been posting about um, the one where Harry dies. Yeah. Away um, from the sun. Away from the sun. And uh, so I've been listening to those lately because she's got me thinking about them. She's been writing her. Yeah. You have to listen to it along with her um, commentaries, otherwise they make no sense. <laughs> That's exactly. Yeah. I just really set aside the time to see that, and really think of listening to anything, whether it's podcast or music or whatever. And yeah, I should do that more because it's just as fun listening as it is making them. Mhm. You should get them on your phone so you can listen on your way to work or whatever. I suppose. On the bus, you need a earbuds, though, don't you? Yeah. Play play for the entire bus people. <laughs> that would be fun. Start with uh, Jed and Yellowstone, and and then they'll be begging for more each day. <laughs> yeah, I don't actually have that long on the bus though, so I wouldn't get through nearly the entire podcast. Mm. Well, you've got to and from. Yeah, it's about mm, twenty minutes, maybe half an hour. So. Mm, there you go. You got two days worth of commute time right there. You're set. <laughs> yeah. We're way off course. Well, I suppose we should end this out. 
Thank you. It's a good thing that it was the short one because Scott, I messed up the. I think what I did, Scott, is I went backwards. Instead of adding dates, I took dates off, and that's why I messed it up. Because I see it, you did edit it on yesterday. Yeah, Yeah, I messed it up. I talked to you tonight. So. Um, but yeah. Otherwise, it's a, if it was hadn't been the short one, then Scott wouldn't have been able to pick it up so fast. So that was good. Uh, yeah. I guess that's everything. Good yeah. Night. Good night. Good night. <laughs> good night, everyone. Hope you enjoyed our podcast. And uh, I guess Red Toyota gets an order of Merlin three times over now. <laughs> uh, she ever comes to the forum. We're get in trouble for doing too many of them, but I I truly didn't notice until it. Until I had already got it all put together, and I was like, "Oh, wait a minute! This is her." All right, so I guess we like her stuff. I guess so. <laughs> all right, I think this is going to be the shortest podcast ever. Yeah, we don't count the podcast. We're all in. <laughs> Come on, open up so I can turn you off. Good night, everybody. Good night. Good night. To the wonder of that world through many pains, and we'll never let go of all the ones we've made our friends. And they'll say it's only a podcast, but we know it's much more than that. It's a community all of its own Where we even have our own sorting hat Where the hosts are all our friends And their stories told by Jen We'll always laugh before the end Part of it we please where the story never ends mm-hmm.